1: Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're actually going to respond to an email. Listener Jordan sh- sent us an email. Kevin, uh, yeah, he said, "He
2: uh, uh, got uh-huh. was wondering a couple of things. Uh, what is it that you prep for exactly, and what would you deem as being fully prepped?" All right. So, well, there's two of us, and
1: believe it or not.
2: Me and Kevin
1: aren't exactly in sync on, you know, what we think uh, the the world brings. Right, right. Um, I
2: think we both have would have very different answers to both of these questions.
1: Yeah. So, for me, I used to initially when I, I started this podcast, I uh, actually I think one of the things, and I'd mentioned this in the past, that really uh, got me wondering was. I was over in uh, Kosovo, uh, that's like former Yugoslavia there, mm-hmm. and you Milosevic guys was remember, uh, but... a, a big uh, dictator guy. And basically, it was this whole uh, Muslim Kurds and whatever people hating each other. And turns out that's been going on for a while. Yeah, and it
2: just ramped up into genocide. Re- and right a, then right then they
1: had a little genocide happening. And basically, the the powers that be would roll into a town with the military and they would uh, drag everybody out in the street and they would take all the men and they would shoot them. They'd rape the uh, women and, and I don't know, take the women and children, say them, Oh, you can't stay here anymore. Leave. So they'd leave and walk to the next village. And then sure enough, these guys had show up at the next village and do the same thing over and over again. And, These people went from happy life to, you know, oh, my God, you know, we have nothing and no way to defend ourselves. Mm -hmm. No food, no belongings. We had to leave everything behind. And they're just desperate and whatever. Now, America has only been the beautiful, safe place that it is for a short time in history. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that it could go on forever like this. And I got to say, the way I see things playing out in government make me kind of question, you know, that I think I was right. Now, initially, when I started looking into things and whatever, though, I kind of felt like the most likely scenario that would affect us would be, uh, you know, things like um, uh, an EMP or a cyber attack, something like that, where the electricity goes away. And all of a sudden, you know, things don't function. I know people's EBT cards stop working. You know, things panic in the grocery stores. Um, And just something simple like that. I also, you know, big advocate for the Second Amendment, as you guys know. But these are the kind of things that, you know, I would worry about. So now I got to say my mind is kind of really focused on socialism and our government getting a little... Little dictator like little, little handsy with little with handsy our stuff. They seem pretty hot and heavy on the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. Um like guns.
2: They've been working I on I wasn't
1: it. really worried about it before, but the way the states have been able to get so much ground Um, especially New York, but like limiting everybody to 10 round magazines. And I know you're like, Oh, well that got overturned by a judge in California for the one, Yeah. but that's California, but they're all pretty hot and heavy and, and Mm -hmm. coming in. I really think there's a good chance that a lot of the guns that we love are going to be either severely limited or completely, uh, you know, yeah. not and available. And no, well, this and taken is happening away. that
2: that the police are getting more and more militarized as far as the weapons they have.
1: It's it's a big uh, ramp up on the, on the government end on the the militarization. Also, the spying of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, China has really stepped up their uh, surveillance of yeah, people. Yeah, they really got their they game on point. They have the report point. card like we were talking about uh-huh. a couple weeks ago. You know, the citizens have a report card, and we're so controlled by. Like technology, they can really limit what we can do, you know, and the way they're trying to manipulate things like, oh, well, we'll stop the gun dealers by uh, making it so the banks don't lend them money anymore Mm -hmm. or manipulate things by, oh, we're going to make it so that you can sue Remington if somebody uses a Remington gun like you could sue Ford if somebody crashes their Ford into you. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't really make sense logically, right? But it's the way they're taking steps. Um, a lot of the programs are really set up to make us very dependent on the government. Um, you know, everybody knows they're kind of working towards a one payer health care system. Obviously, when the government is paying for things, they can decide who gets things. Right. And I'm not saying they're going to like target me. Oh, well, he's a hardcore conservative. Uh, he's out, you know, a libertarian. We're not going to take care of him. But no, what about just, oh, well, you know, he's getting older and, you know, I don't want to pay for your dad because he's not really productive to society anymore. Right. And I want to be able to take care of my family. I want to have the resources, the tools, the knowledge to give medical attention to my friends and family. Mm -hmm. I want to have the weapons and the, the security to be able to take care of my family and the people I care about, you know, you're not coming in, kicking in my door because, you know, things might not end well for you. But I also want to know how to disappear or go be self-reliant or go do, you know, things on my own way. You know, I, we see the videos. I mean, nobody remembers anymore. But um, in the Ukraine and the way that Russia, you know, starved them all out mm-hmm. and, you know, it was brutal. Um, you know, people were starving, you know, you, you see the videos of, uh, like Nazi concentration camps and people with their ribs poking out. They don't realize that, you know, Russia did that in the Ukraine. Right. And basically they were forced to produce and they were like, Oh, I think you're stealing stock and hiding it on us. And they'd come in and just take everything. And if anybody even looked like they were eating, you know, I mean, cause they were had meat on their bones, you know, mm-hmm. that's it. Government came in and shut you down well, that's not going to happen because I know how to take care of my family and because I plan.
2: Right. Those are the things that I'm
1: looking Mm -hmm. at and worrying about. No, I
2: think, yeah, I think Chuck and I are a little bit different on this. I I fully agree with him in the sense that, uh, you know, the thing is I don't think the American government is going terrible right now. Okay. But I don't trust what the government's going to be looking like in 20 years, you know. I think you're
1: optimistic. I don't to think trust, that you're gonna yeah. get twenty years, but okay.
2: But I mean the, the main thing that I I fight for and support is, you know, the Bill of Rights. One, freedom of speech, that's under attack. You know, and we're lucky that the First Amendment has really held up well. You know, this podcast in a lot of countries would just be against the law. That is definitely accurate. Um And I think the Second Amendment defends the First Amendment.
1: I think that's also And there's a a
2: lot of other amendments that that do a pretty damn good job protecting us. Uh, But, you know, the main thing that I worry about is is stuff like um, there's a blizzard coming. Power is going to be out for three days, and it's going to be 15 degrees below zero for three days. Can you do that? Can you do a week?
1: You're in Puerto Rico, and a hurricane comes and takes out the electricity
2: for two months straight. Right. Can you do that? Can you do that? Um, tornadoes, hurricanes. Your
1: entire state gets waves. flooded.
2: Right. Louisiana. I mean, uh, a lot of these these natural disasters happen, and the government's still functioning, but they can't even get to you. Yeah. And so you're going without food and power and and everything for a week, 2 weeks, 3 weeks, 2 months. You know, how are you going to be able to handle that? You know, don't don't go out and, you know, if you live in in the northeast, don't go out and buy 15 AR15s if you don't have a snow shovel. No. You know, I try and think of things. I should have bought a snow shovel. <laughs> I try and think of prepping in a in a sense of of doing the shit that you should be doing, but actually do it. You know, Ooh. getting ready, keeping your your car in decent shape so that it starts up in the morning. Uh, you know, keeping your your furnace in your house running properly. You know, take care of your shit. And um, you know, as far as as far as that goes, I think I'm I'm a little. A little less um emphatic as Chuck is about certain things, but I think I'm a lot more in in other ways you know it's It's not a bad idea to have a couple of apple trees in your backyard. It's not a bad idea on you know to not know to know how to uh, grow your own vegetables and to do it every year so that when an emergency comes, you can ramp it up and you already know what you're doing but as far as being fully prepped. What is fully prepared? I don't think there is a, is such a thing. Uh, there's
1: always scenarios that can blindside you. I think. Right. Um. You know, maybe you have a year's supply of food and ten AR-15s and five thousand rounds of ammo, or maybe twenty thousand rounds of ammo, and everybody knows how to shoot. You have night vision and whatever, and then your kid gets a scratch and gets an infection and you can't save them because you don't have antibiotics. Right. Um, These are the kind of things that make a big difference and, you know, what people might consider fully prepped or not. I mean, how are you fully prepped for that? Mm -hmm. But maybe you are. Maybe you listen to our podcast and you're like, hey, I can buy fish antibiotics and I can have a stockpile of that. All right, cool. But maybe you need some other weird thing that I don't know about Mm -hmm. right now.
0: Um,
2: Maybe suddenly you become diabetic.
1: You're kind of up shit creek on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, unless you know about pigs and pancre- pig pancreases, something yeah. cool there. Have a lot of pigs is all I'm saying if you're a
2: diabetic. Uh, but, I mean, there's, a, there's a, a thousand different things that can come at you that you won't be expecting. Right. Um, you know, just maybe, maybe the market just crashes. Maybe you get uh, laid off and you can't find another job, but at least you have you know 10 weeks of food. At least you you're ready uh you know ready to eat some canned uh, canned beans and some ramen ramen noodles cuz you got them all stocked up. A lot
1: of people skip the basic steps. Like they'll hear me and Kevin talk about, "Oh, you need all this food stored up and you need guns and ammo and first aid and <clears throat> and all these different things that are cool and they don't have $1000 in the bank if an emergency comes right. up." And I'd like it to be a little more than a thousand dollars, but a thousand should kind of be your minimum. Yeah. Um, before you're I'd buying like all thousand extra dollars tripper, in the bank and a thousand dollars in cash in your house, before you get all you know crazy with stuff. Now, I don't think you're wrong to have a week supply of food, but you can just buy an extra can or two at the grocery store. But then you need to start setting aside a little money extra every month, and do that before you're buying guns and whatever. Because, like Kevin said, if you're all prepared for all this craziness that I'm talking about, but your furnace breaks and mm-hmm. it's wintertime and you don't have a little bit of money to deal with it, you got a problem. Right. Um, if your car breaks down and you can't get to work, you got a problem. Um, you know, having a little bit of money for the basics is a starting point. Right. I mean, you know, we get all caught up in the rest of this stuff. But you need to cover the basics first. Um, Some of our earlier episodes that still aren't, you know, aren't maybe available anymore. Those are things, you know, we talk about this and it's kind of why we're talking about it now, you know, Mm because you need to cover the basics first. Um, Your overall fitness, you know, taking care of yourself is a big step in being prepared. Mm -hmm. Um, These are are different things you want to think about. Also, I mean, you know, we talked about it like in Kevin's perspective. Now, again, they were kind of blindsided by all these flooding in uh, Nebraska, is it? Yep. Um, They were probably caught off guard by how devastating this could be. I don't think anybody really prepared for something like this. However, at a minimum, if you're a storm, hurricane, tornado, that kind of thing guy, you need at least two weeks of food.
2: Maybe a little bit more, and I mean for every person in your family. Right. When I say two weeks, yeah. It's everybody. When I say two weeks, I don't mean two weeks for a person. And you need a
1: plan for water if your water turns to crap. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, at least two weeks. Um, if you have a well, there's a lot of ways you can get that water out of the well, and you should be smart enough to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, well, one, we did a uh, drill your own well kind of thing episode, somewhere way back. I'll see Mm -hmm. if it's still available. And if not, maybe I'll try and re-release that for you. But that's something you want to figure out or you need to store water. Right. That needs to be something in your rotation that you're planning for. Um, If you're like me, you need, I don't know, I'd say minimum. I mean, I like to tell people a year, but minimum six months of food because you need to be able to get through the winter. Mm-hmm. winter you're not going to be able to produce food right at a serious level um and you're worried about you know that kind of thing you need to have six months worth of food for everybody in your family but or you need to be and you need to be able to be um i say self-sufficient but self-sustaining right um able to garden where you're growing enough to feed your family for the entire summer season, but then have food for the winter, mm-hmm. you know, able to hunt and get other meat and all this stuff and realize that, you know, other people are going to be
2: hunting the same kind of thing. Right. I think, right. It's it's fine to say, I know how to hunt and I can, you know, get two or three deer and that'll feed my family. You might not be able to get two or three deer.
0: And there's not, not going to be
2: seasons where they're going to be repopulating and you have to wait and licensing Every asshole that's got a gun is going to be shooting everything that moves. Right. And and even squirrels and stuff like that. Yeah, they'll be
1: plentiful for the first couple of weeks maybe. Mm-hmm. But after that, even squirrels and rabbits, things like that, will start to disappear. So something to think about. Um, but if you're telling me, you know, I got the garden. I got a really long growing season where I live. I have rabbits for self-sustaining meat. I have some chickens bringing in eggs then there's a good chance you can go on in perpetuity, you know, and things will, you know, last. So it's all relevant. It's what are you going to be able, you know, what are the supplies that you need to make it to whatever you think Mm -hmm. is going to happen? If you think the world's going to end for three years, then, you know, three years. If you think the world's never going to come back, well, do you have the resources and the knowledge to sustain beyond mm-hmm. without support from other people? Right. Whatever you believe your level of risk is, that's what you need to be prepared for.
2: Right. And as far as becoming fully prep, uh, fully prepared, I don't know that that exists. I think but we're I just know that getting better. I know that eighty percent of the work, or twenty percent of the work, gets eighty percent of you, eighty percent prepared. So putting in a little investment in that sort of uh uh thinking. I'm not just talking about investment financially, but just in terms of, you know, preparation, in terms of getting the right mindset, in terms of thinking about the things that you can do and know how to do and will be able to do if the need arises. You know, that's that goes a long way. And I think
1: with that, I mean the big the big uh thing is some of us have money and some of us have time. Some of us have neither and then you're screwed. Mm-hmm. But basically you need to find the time or find the money, one or the other. But you can trade knowledge for, you know, preps that are store bought. Right. Um and also I mean if you play around with coupons and shopping right, now, I don't mean like you can go get all your groceries and they give you ten dollars. That's mm-hmm. not what I'm talking about. I'm saying, you know, if you see that they have 10 for 10 Kansas spaghetti sauce or whatever, you know, I don't know. You can add a little extra stuff here and there and really start to build up a uh, preparedness. But also, YouTube is free. Mm -hmm. Um, There is tons of information on how to purify water, how to find water when there isn't any. It's -hmm. all over the internet. Um, There's lots of great resources out there that you can use now. That might not be available later, um, and that's you know some of these things we give you the answers, and some of these we point you in the right direction, get you thinking about different things. Mm-hmm. It's but up to you guys if you don't understand
2: something to take it the rest of the way and figure it out. Right, and you know we've got a uh, you know we try and provide a, you know some resources and stuff that you can do. You can you can download a, our podcast and then just keep it. <gasps> If the internet goes away, you still got us, at least.
1: That, that's the
2: key to success right
1: there. The key to success. Also, if you had an old iPod or whatever, or even some of the Android things, you could buy it for cheap and throw it in a Faraday cage. Mm-hmm. You could hear Kevin and Chuck
2: forever. Right. Keeping you happy Woo! The Living
1: the dream. <laughs> so, you guys know, uh, one of our great sponsors is uh, Pack. Mm-hmm. They've been great to us, and they have cool gear ar-15 parts i know in this last box they had uh ambidextrous charging handles most guys charge 50 to 80 dollars for a nice ambidextrous charging handle and they had a sweet one in the tack pack they also had a lot of other cool stuff i think this one also had some kind of bad lever i don't know from magpul where you can do the uh battery assist device Mm -hmm. kind of thing right Just saying, something you may be interested in. They had a lot of cool shit in there. Um, So if you are interested in cool AR shit delivered to your house every month, you may want to to check them out, see what they have to offer. Check Mm -hmm. out some of their previous uh, offerings. I think they show pictures on there of their other packages. See if it doesn't excite you. Um, Also, if you use the code BADASS, they will hook you up with a free gun cleaning mat. And, you know, hey, that encourages them to keep sending me and Kevin cool free shit. That's right. So, there is that. So, otherwise, you may want to uh, leave a
2: review over on the iTunes. Yeah, we could really use some uh, new reviews over there. Uh, it's always nice to have uh, have somebody post something. I'm always entertained by them. Um, Kevin likes a good review. And uh, if you want to scream and yell at us, email us at preppingbadass at uh, gmail.com. Let us know how much you hate us.
1: Or maybe you keep cash in your pocket and there's actually too much money in there. Too much. If that's a problem you mm-hmm. have, there is a way you can lighten your load. Take a load off, if you will. Mm-hmm. And what you could do is head over to patreon.com preppingbadass prepping badass and support us. Mm-hmm. You throw us a little love every month for right. all the love that we deliver to you. Every morning, you buy a $3 cup of coffee. Imagine you if you one cup of a coffee month a, month a month and donate $3 a month to mm-hmm. Kevin and Chuck. So I'm just saying that might be something you're interested in. So something you could look at. Is that it? We're That's good. That's all I got. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys on Saturday.
2: The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. (laughs) ¶¶